Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Republican election challenges. Also, in Montgomery, there's a family court issue. And Mo Brooks begs Donald Trump, please re-endorse me. I pray to you. Look at you. Look at you. So sad. All this and much, much more coming up next on The B. where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter at APR. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey. We are here outside of beautiful downtown Atala today, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be back in Montgomery next week. Uh, nice. But we've got, a, we've got quite a show here. Josh, there's a lot, lot going on yeah. to talk about. But I want to start off with the fact that Congressman Mo Brooks, who was running for the U.S. Senate, was unendorsed by Donald Trump. Now, Mo Brooks is begging Donald Trump to re-endorse him, saying that he's learned his lesson, Josh. <laughs> Brooks has learned his lesson, lesson and he is all in on the big lie, it's um, it is pathetic. I mean, that's uh, the the basic way that you can put it. I, I mean, I, 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 there's no better description for it. It is utterly pathetic to watch people grovel at the feet of Donald Trump so they can get into into office somewhere. It is, I, I mean, it is honestly disgusting to watch. And you know what's what's even worse is just, I mean, just think back to say 2012. If somebody told you that a person running for the U.S. Senate from any state would at some point have to grovel at the feet of Donald Trump to try to earn that, that position. I mean, imagine how idiotic that would sound to you. I mean, this the, the, what we have done over the course of the last six to eight years is just so unimaginable. To uh, It's just such a pathetic turn for the entire country, and especially this state. I mean, Susan, he said that uh, he thought that Donald Trump unendorsed him uh, to shake up the campaign and get it on his feet. Mm-hmm. And he compared it to a football coach grabbing the helmet of a player and shaking his head around. Yes, supposedly he unendorsed him to kind of teach him a lesson, get him on his game, whatever. But I got to tell you, if you look at the responses on Twitter, even the people that said, yeah, I'm going to vote for you, but... This is a bit too far. I mean, I can't repeat some of the things on television that were said on Twitter about what, uh, what this he, equated to. What he should yeah. be mailing in his manhood yeah, to uh, something like that to Donald Trump. Right. You know, I, I, I'm just I've always thought that Mo Brooks was a, a weakling. He's always come across as a bully and kind of a know-it-all. Underneath all that bravado and and hyperbole mm-hmm. is really, I think, a very insecure man who. Who this probably just exposes how how as your, your word pathetic and sad he really is because Josh this is it for him 
Mm -hmm. If he loses this race, which he likely will, he is out of politics. Forty years on the on the, the, the dole of the public has taken more than two million dollars in pay over the years. I mean, come on. Good yeah. gig coming to an end, Mo. Yeah, it is, and uh, and you know, and, and uh, we've got nothing to show for it. Uh, I mean, I would say, thankfully, I guess we have nothing to show for it because some of the idiotic bills that he's tried to have passed were would have been detrimental to the state. Uh, but he's been unable to pass anything. So, you know, it, it's um, it, it's just to me, I, you know, I, I don't understand what voters are, are are thinking about here. I mean, if if we think that this is uh, something that's going to attract voters to come out and lie about what took place in the 2020 election. And, and that's what it is at this point. Everybody knows it, really. Deep down, you know it's a lie. Um, to do that is, I mean, it's pretty sad. It's a pretty sad state that we're in now, that that's what's going to attract voters, or at least what Mo Brooks thinks is going to attract voters. What? I, you know, and and you, you sent me the link on this. Uh, he went, even went on MSNBC to try to, to mm-hmm. do something. I don't know what he wanted <laughs> to do on the Chris Haynes show other yeah. than further make a fool out of himself. Yeah, I don't know either. And I mean, he didn't really have a good answer for it either, other than to say, you know, which I would give him credit for this, is, you know, he says he, he would go on anybody's live show uh, as long as, you know, they couldn't twist his words or edit his words or whatever. He would go on anybody's show. And, and you know, if that's the case, then good for him. Uh, you know, I, I think more people need to yeah. do that. We need to have a lot more crossover on a lot of these shows. I agree. I agree 100%. Well, one of the things, Susan, uh, a commercial came out, one of the packs that uh, uh, came out with a commercial that said uh, Mo Brooks has raised taxes in the past and that if you got Mo, that meant Mo taxes. Now, <laughs> Mo Brooks came out and ad- adamantly denied that he had ever, ever, ever in his 40-year career raised a single tax. Well, we went back and looked. You know, there's a record in the state house that you can access to find out when he was in the House of, House of Representatives in Montgomery, did he raise taxes? Yes, he did. <laughs> he voted raised taxes uh, some hundred and sixteen times. Yeah, he did. It's a laundry list of how many he voted for. You know, to enact massive corporate individual taxes in '84, uh, corporate taxes five, from five percent to six percent, state income tax rates from five percent to six percent, and excise on gasoline and fuel. Those are just some of the top ones. Yeah, those are the top ones. He raised it on alcohol, raised it on uh, mm-hmm. tobacco, raised it on on any number of things. And he says he never raised taxes. And when he was in Madison County, he raised property taxes, which mm-hmm. he lied and said, oh, I never raised property taxes in Madison. There's a record, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I hesitate to be too critical of somebody uh, on this topic, just simply because at times it's necessary to raise some taxes. And so of we get caught up into this. No, I know you're 100 percent right about that. That's what I was going to say. But when you're lying about it, you know, go back. If, if your voters are not smart enough to understand why you did this or you didn't have a good enough reason to do that then own that as well you know but don't lie about it you're 100 percent right that's exactly what i was going to say i mean these blanket i'm never going to raise taxes pledges or on people are idiotic you're going to have to at some point for the good of your constituency that's just a yeah. fact yeah yeah you can't run government without taxes you know no. it just doesn't work but, that you way. know taxes have to reflect the you know the the inflation and mm-hmm. You know the cost of living just like everything else well you you have to pay for certain goods and services that government provides and 
that takes taxes. But Mo blatantly lied. He has raised taxes over a hundred and some times in his career. And needless to say, he can he can lie about it now that the record's clear. We're gonna have to leave it right there. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. This summer, the world's roads lead here to Birmingham. The World Games, recognized by the International Olympic Committee, will bring athletes from more than 100 countries here to compete for gold. Tickets are on sale now to see events like flag football, softball, gymnastics, lacrosse, sumo wrestling, martial arts, sport climbing, and more. The World Games will bring the best in international sports here. So join the celebration, Alabama, as we step up, because this is our medal moment. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Susan, I want to take a look at, you know, where the race stands now. Katie Britt, former uh, chief staff to Richard Shelby and former head of the BCA, running against, uh, this is her first time to run for office. Uh, she's 40 years old. Mo Brooks has been in office for 40 years since Katie was born. And uh, But he's, he's an outsider, Bill. He's an outsider. Yeah, outside the outhouse, I guess. But, uh, you know, she beat Mo by 15 points mm -hmm. in the uh, primary election. He, right. he came in with 29. Durant came in with 23. Right. So I, I've heard that the Mo campaign is saying that they believe they can pick up the Durant voters, the 23% that he had, and then combine with his 29, and then they win. Doesn't work like that. Does it, it doesn't really work like that. First of all, a lot of the Durant voters, uh, we all know, were anti-Brooks voters, but didn't want to vote for Katie. All right, I get that. But if you take it traditionally, the way it's done is if you take Durant's votes and you split them proportionately between the two candidates, he still can't beat her. He can't get there. He can't. He can't, he, get, he can't get there. Josh, the big thing is, and 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 we've seen this too. I mean, Democrats will turn out to vote for Will Boyd. But mm -hmm. how many people in general are going to turn out? Because John Merrill's predicting only 12% of the eligible voters will turn out on, uh, on June 21st. I mean, it, it's outrageous in a democracy that people don't participate. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, you know, and I'll say this, I think the, the numbers in the Democratic primary are going to be even lower simply because uh, there weren't, by design, uh, by design of the party, there were not a lot of contested races on the Democratic side of things. And so a lot of people took the opportunity to cross over and vote in the Republican primary. And because of our idiotic laws uh, in this state in, in regards to elections, you cannot now cross back over and vote in uh, in any of the other Democratic runoffs that are there. So, you know, you're going to have to, and I think there was what, two, two or three Democratic runoffs. So, I mean, that's going to work. They're going to have like 2% voting in that thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be exceptionally low turnout. And I think, uh, you know, in a lot of these races, uh, the Democratic crossover thing is going to determine where, where people land on some things. 
Well, and, I, and you know, again, Republicans did this when there was only a, a Democratic Party mm-hmm. in the state. Sure. Uh, you know, I, 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 John Wall, the head of Al Gop, is now talking about maybe making party registration registration uh, mandatory. I don't think these numbers move that much. Because mm-hmm. we talked to people that just could not go and, and, and request a ballot, right? So you could not request a Republican ballot. Right, right. And there's some that didn't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, forced to do that. Yeah. So it's, you know, you, you let people vote. For God's sake, just let them vote however they want to vote. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, but th- I think that that race is probably all but over as long as Katie Britt doesn't do something dumb or or some something that we haven't and that that hasn't been anticipated comes forward i think this is as the british say done and dusted <laughs> uh al Gop is going to hear some challenges josh uh, there's four challenges uh one of them doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me but of the three the one is in etowah county where you got district 28 and district 29 i mean these people were sent ballots mm-hmm. that didn't represent the district they were in I mean, and, and and John Merrill, Secretary of State, has just said, well, not my problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's up to Al Gop. Yeah, I, and I kind of understand it from Merrill's perspective on this, which yeah. is, you know, this is the way people wanted it done here in this state. Now, um, yeah, I, you, know, you know my problems with this. I've mentioned it before. I, I, to me, if you're going to hold an election, you're going to use taxpayers' dollars to, to do it. You, you need to do it right. You need to give people their vote and let their votes count uh, correctly. Yeah. And and it's obvious that these folks' uh, votes are not counting correctly in this. They were given the wrong ballots. They weren't given an opportunity to vote for some of these people. And I think that that's a, a, that, that's a travesty. I mean, it really is. It, it truly is. And, and, and Tom Watley is challenging, uh, uh, you know, his his election, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. he won by, he lost by one, one vote. vote. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have any insight into how that challenge happens. I mean, if you lost by one vote, you lost by one vote. But I don't know. Yeah, Do you have any insight, Josh? I, I, you know, I, I don't, other than to say I, I read some stories yesterday that said that, that Wally has, uh, has you know, dropped out of demanding a, a recount of those votes uh, and is going to rely simply on, on Algop to make a determination in the race of whether or not he should be just be declared the winner, which apparently they can do. And apparently, listen, in all fairness, uh, the Democratic Party did it several years ago. Um, and and, and it, I'll say this. It was just as wrong then as it would be now. Either you won the election or you didn't win the election. Now, you can't yeah. have people come in. And I mean, the claim is is that there were too many Democrats that crossed over and elected Jay Hubby of Auburn uh, against him. That, you know what? No, it, you don't know that. No, Nobody that, can that, prove no, that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Those are totally legal votes. Totally yes. Totally legal yeah. votes. I if mean, people, if Democrats were brave enough to go and request a Republican ballot, and mm-hmm. I not like Tom Wally, but if they were brave enough to go request a Republican ballot in front of their friends and family because they wanted to vote against him so badly, yeah. I'm sorry, Tom. That's just the way it is. I mean, yeah. come on. We hear Republicans every day count the legal ballots. Yeah. There's nothing illegal about, and look, you can't prove definitively that Democrats voted in any of these primaries. There's no, no definitive proof because there's no sign. They're, oh, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It, it's it's insane, man. It really is. Uh, and, and to think 
In this day and age, after all the complaining that has been done uh, by Republicans about the 2020 presidential race and you know mail-in ballots and all this stuff, if they go and simply take an election away from this guy, yeah. uh, uh, from Jay Hovey, that is an absolute trap scene. Listen, I would say the exact same thing because I, I, I'll happen to like Tom Motley okay myself, all right? But if they, I would say the exact same thing if the results were reversed, okay? It would be an absolute, you know, I would say Jay Hovey lost. You, listen, you tried, gave a good run, good, good effort, and you yeah. lost. And that's just all you can do. Hey, we, I want to do this real quick, and I don't even think we can comment on this. We don't have enough time, and maybe it's, you know, maybe this is one of those things better not to comment. Probably. But, uh, Secretary of State race, Jim Ziegler, will face a runoff with Wes Allen, and State Auditor Stan Cook will verse Andrew Sorrell. And interestingly enough, Farm Pack, Farmers Association, just endorsed Stan Cook, so that, that might help him overcome the money. We all lose in all say- those races. I, w- I would encourage our viewers to go. There's an interview with Wes Allen and with Jim Ziegler as to what they would do. It's almost like a debate as to what they would do in office. I would encourage you to go to, to APR and read that article. Yep. Very A-O- insightful. AOReporter.com. You can read that, their thoughts. All right. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. back to the V, the voice of Alabama politics. This next story, to me, is, is, is one of heartbreak and shame, and, and, and it may be something that we don't know, but the court records are very clear here, and the people that spoke with APR about this story, it's very clear. Uh, the Democratic nominee for Montgomery Family Court Judgeship lost custody of her six children back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the Democratic Party has certified Sabrina Martin for that post, and there is no Republican running against her. So, in, all, in, all, in theory, she should win. Mm-hmm. Now, what voters did not know, we do not believe, is that there is an extensive lawsuit or and court hearing that shows why she lost custody of her six children, and 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 APR spoke with two of the adult children, uh, and the the stories they told Susan were heartbreaking, 
But the, I don't think the voters in Montgomery knew this woman had uh, lost custody of her children in 2013 when they voted for her some 10 years later. No, I don't think they did. I, I, I certainly, these, these are not just heartbreaking stories. These are horrible stories. Uh, they're they're, they're gut-wrenching stories of what was going on allegedly with this. But I do know for a fact that the judge in Indiana that actually heard this case. Now, she was living in Alabama, apparently, during this time, and her, mm -hmm. I guess, soon-to-be ex-husband was in Indiana. And the, so the case got heard in Indiana, and he told them at this time, he said, under an Indiana law, if this had occurred in Alabama, I would sh I would put you in jail for child abuse. Uh, again, you know, there's a lot of jurisdictions that this crossed, so it gets a little muddled in what was legal, what was illegal. But one thing we do know, they took the children away mm -hmm. because of excessive corporal punishment, Josh. And you read the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, I read through it. Um, uh, it's it's tough, and um, you know it. it and <laughs> she's running for a family court judgeship here. Okay, uh, you know, I mean that's that's the that's the big key here to all this is it's not you know we're not digging into ten years uh, of something that's irrelevant here. This is uh, this is a real problem. Uh, not only that, she also has some problems with her ethics forms that she filled out as well, and yes, um, uh, about this. And I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, Sabrina Martin, uh, you know, I, I know, I know of her, uh, but it's um, it's it's terrible. And I, I'll say this: this is another case of uh, of how much we miss. Uh, good uh, local media because I mean you know we, yeah. this fell to us and ordinarily in the old days this would have been something picked up by uh, you know the local guys in Montgomery and I, I'm not listen, I'm not criticizing the local paper or anything there they're, they're short staffed yeah, yeah that's right yeah. I mean they, yeah. they don't have time they don't have the people to do this anymore and 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 so we're in politics and and it eventually makes its way to us because you know that, that's, this is who we think of you know and who people think of now about political stories and so but in the old days there would be somebody there at the office of the Montgomery Advertiser to, to run this story down and to vet the candidates for, for local offices. And, you know, this slipped through. Nobody knew about it until after the election or right up before the election. I believe there was a Facebook post or something the day prior to the election, which, you know, but nobody knew anything yeah. about it for the most part when they went to vote. And so, you know, here we and, are. And, with and, a, I don't know what we do. And the benefit of the doubt here is, Okay, let's say she's changed. She's changed. Yeah. But these children that APR interviewed, they're not children anymore. They're young adults. They said that she was. She had tried to uh, make them disappear from her life. Mm -hmm. That she had just totally locked them out of her life. Include most of these were adopted children. Mm -hmm. One biological child. I mean, if you read the report on this, you, you would go. The, the, this is a reason why, uh, well, anyway, the people shouldn't have children because it's just that horrific. But anyway, uh, she does stand to uh, have a seat uh, and sit in judgment of families and family court. We spoke to uh, the Office of Secretary of State and he said that the parties uh, can, the parties have until August 24th to submit their final nomination. They submit their first round on July 6th, and they can substitute in August. So it, this is like the Algot thing. It looks like it's going to fall to the Democratic Party to make, mm -hmm. the, make a call on this one. And, and they need to really look at this and really look at it hard before yeah. they make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, you know, it, the, the, the stories, and they're on uh, AL Reporter, 
uh, are just, well, I don't have words for it. Again, these are what the allegations that were made in court. These are the allegations these made by records. her own ch children. These are the records that are readily yeah. available to any for anyone to read. Now, unbelievable after all this time, we're only got about two minutes. Uh, if you think back in June of 2020, there was a protest mm -hmm. in Huntsville mm -hmm. in which they, there was extensive police present. I mean, extensive is a bad problem yeah. to tame a word. It, is. it, it, it looked like the, the police outnumbered the, the protesters. It looked like a military action. Yeah, it did. Uh, and, and we had video of them shooting bullet, rubber bullets and tear gas and all that stuff, which they denied. But April Grubb, uh, who was a part of that protest, she's a white woman, mm -hmm. uh, she filed a suit last week in federal court uh, against the city of Huntsville, uh, the Madison County Sheriff, and others because she was shot six times, Josh, with rubber bullets that they denied they, to us that they even used. Right, but she it's going to be pretty hard to deny those photos of the rubber bullets being taken from her legs. <laughs> so you know, yeah. it's uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know where those rubber bullets came from. Uh, but it, uh, yeah, it, listen, that was a horrible scene. Uh, they completely mishandled it. Uh, it was shameful the way they they went about it. It was shameful the way they tried to cover it up. It was shameful the way the mayor and everybody else stuck up for uh, the police action that took place there. Um, and it remains shameful today that they still deny these things took place because it was an absolute travesty what they did to, to peaceful protesters. Nobody was doing yeah. anything in that park that night. No, that, there's videos of it. I, we've all yeah. seen the videos. Yeah. There wasn't any any violence there. That, no. That, but this this uh, police, uh, the, 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 the head of the police department mm -hmm. there, he got them all cranked up. They were ready. They were on a war footing. Yeah. yeah they were ready to go. They came in military style with the shields and everything and the tear gas. It, I mean, it looked like something you'd see in a movie. Well, it wasn't a movie for April Grubb no, or any other people we saw, but we'll see how this lawsuit goes forward. But yeah. we're going to have to leave it right there. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.